I have been selling this book, Zanaz Lee and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking, which is published by MPH. For a while now, it's a really good book. If you want to be a filmmaker, whether it's for YouTube, social media, TV, film, cinema, whatever, this is the book to get. I'm going to make it more accessible and more affordable to all of you because I believe that everybody needs to become a filmmaker. The more filmmakers we have in the world, I think this world will be a better place to live in. Now it's available as an electronic book download on my website, I'm gonna link it here. It's really cheap, it's really affordable, it's only five ringgit if you wanna get the ebook version, okay? Five ringgit! It doesn't really cost much, right? It's just a little bit of something for me. I mean, it did take a lot of work to write. Each chapter of this book talks about one part of the filmmaking process. And for each chapter as well, I interview a local filmmaker. It's only five ringgit! It's only five ringgit! Okay, you're watching and listening to the Fat Billion Film Club and I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shao Ibustaman. As usual, every week we review a local film and we watch it. Uh, <laughs> and this week, we are reviewing a movie that is not in the cinemas, it's on Astro first. Uh, we got a screener, thank you for the screener uh, from the filmmakers. Uh, it's, a, it's a horror movie. Uh, uh, it's called... Halimun. Halimunan. Halimun. Oh, not Halimunan? No. Oh. Yeah, we watched the film. At it's, night. It's, it's Halimun. None. Halimun. It's Halimun. Uh, and uh, it's a ghost story ah. directed by directed and written by Muz, Muzami Rahman. Yes. Uh, we, we like Muz. He, he did Prebet Sapu. Yes. We really like Prebet Sapu. Prebet Sapu is a really good movie. I, I love Prebet Sapu. Yes. Uh, so you want to tell everybody what. But this one was made for. I guess this is like a super telly lah. Uh, uh, made for TV. Movie. Made for. Yeah, <laughs> for Astro. TV movie. Astro, Astro first. So it's on Astro first right now. What's it about? Okay, so uh, it stars Bito Kushari and Nabila Huda. Uh, Bito Kushari is a hotel manager that meets Nabila Huda by chance and he falls in love with her and marries her and then uh, it turns out that she has a, like a thing following her around oh, I thought she had a thing for him She did have a thing for him uh, it's, his, it's weird you and know his, because And his asam pedas yeah. like, She likes it spicy I guess <laughs> but it, but it's it's so weird though because they're brother and sister. Yeah, okay, we they moved on from that. Anyways, they moved on from being brothers and yeah. sisters to being husband they and wife. Transcended to become husband from and wife. From incest to Okay anyway, so Bito yeah. Kushari's character Zahe uh, meets yeah, Nabila Huda's character Laila and then they get married and then He works in a uh, hotel. It's all, it's all great. Mean. And then um, four months later she's pregnant and then he has to go for like a work trip. And then like some shit goes down and then some other shit goes down and then he calls his friend. His friend is an Ustad. His friend is an Who like exorcise exercise uh people who get possessed and all that. Yeah, so but he's it's about like a, it's about possession lah. He's like a good looking Ustad. Yeah. Okay, like damn. 
it's like you would hit that Ustad. Anyway, so he calls his Ustad friend Hadi to come. Uh, his Ustad friend apparently like gets rid of the thing that was following. Okay. Okay, can you wait inside Follow, please? Follows uh, Lila's character, seems small. Inside, wait inside. And then, <laughs> um, but then it skips to like another four months later and some stuff has also again basically gone down lah. So yeah, so that's basically what the film is about. Oh, oh please, Achilles. So distracting. I'm going to read a monster book. But I cannot read. Ask Auntie Jenny for you. Go, ask Auntie Jenny for the peach lollipop. You go first, go. Go lah. No. Then I you don't get the lollipop. I want you to go with me. I cannot go with you. You have to ask Auntie Jenny. Go, see, Gambi waiting for you. Okay, okay, go. Go, go, go. Okay, okay. Okay, go. And then, okay, so what do we think of the film? Uh, you go first. No! Why? You go first. Go on. I've, go, I've gone first the last few. Sila, 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 sila. I've gone first the last few what already? Nah. We can do it together. Okay. Yeah. Okay, one, two, three. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't like it. I liked it. I, I didn't like it. I liked it. It felt very. Um, I didn't like it because uh, because of Prebe Sapu, mm. right? Prebe Sapu is so good. Mm. This one was average. Mm. Uh, it was a very normal ah! film. That's not fair, though. Prebe Sapu mm? is a. Why is my opinion not fair? No. Okay, carry on. Yeah, no, Prebe Sapu was a very good film. Mm. This one was average, so I was expecting a very good film for Moose. Uh, but this one is like normal like that lah. So, yeah, you know, uh, not to say that it was a horrible movie. Achilles, can you wait inside please? <laughs> because it's so distracting, Achilles. Okay, yeah, bring in. Come, let's go get your lollipop. Okay. Yeah, so, so I thought it was a very average film. Uh, it is very bare. Mm. It was, it's very bare because uh, it only has like four people like it. Mm. For for the very most five people acting in the film, mm. um, and which actually should not be a problem. Mm. It shouldn't be a problem. Um, story wise, it was it was. There's a story there. It's tight, directed well, tight, uh, but it wasn't a unique story. I've seen like hundreds of Malay horror movies that are like this, that follow the same narrative. You know, someone who's pregnant gets possessed. Um, and, and you know trying to the rasukan and you have to throw away the rasukan and then uh, or uh, you know die but then come back to life but in a very you know uh, evil way and all that I, I've seen this since the 80s already you know so it's nothing nothing new for me so that's why I didn't find it that interesting lah I mean performance wise yeah they're good actors in the script um, one thing that I also didn't really enjoy was the dialogue the dialogue was so uh, scripted. The dialogue was very, very scripted. Um, if you watch Prebet Sapu, the dialogue was so natural. It was almost like improv, you know? And they're just talking like normal people would talk. Um, this one was a little bit scripted. It was so sterile the way they spoke, you know? Uh, so I, I, didn't, I didn't really, really like that. Lah. Um, but, I don't know. The ghost looks scary. 
Uh, didn't scare me because I'm not scared of these kind of things. I'm like I'm like Zahe in the beginning, right? You don't know how to yeah. baca doa kunut. No, no, I know how to baca doa kunut. <laughs> Allahumma dini fi ma hadai wa fini fi ma afai. You don't know how to baca doa kunut. I know how to baca. So, no, no, not that. Like, because Zahe in the movie, early, <laughs> his early, you know, stage of his character is like, he doesn't believe in all this, right? Like, me neither. Um, <laughs> you know. Okay, I really liked it. Yeah. I didn't mm. I didn't really like it. Like, I really liked Rebet Sapu or KLGU, but I... I liked it as a film. Um, mm. I think because I wasn't really comparing it to Prebet Sapu, I think Prebet Sapu had like a bigger team. Uh, you know, uh, Bebra and Moose were working on it together. Um, and I don't know if Moose was commissioned to do this or what. Uh, but it just felt like, like, like you said, like, there was a lot more heart into it. But judging this Halimun as a standalone film, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Like you said, it's not like but it wasn't bad um, these are the reasons to why I liked it okay first I really like seeing Bita Kushari and Nabila Huda in these roles because it finally feels like they're on screen together and actually have chemistry as as their characters engage with each other so their characters actually have like chemistry I guess it also helps that they're friends so there is already some like affection so that really came through um, also, if you've seen our previous reviews, we're not really fond of Nabila Huda because of uh, the way that she's always... The characters that she always takes on are very... They're very, like, extra. Like, like she's always shouting. She's always... It's always a bit too much. But this time, it feels like a really mature character. And she actually... Her performance was actually really good. Like, I felt like she delivered the character really well. Well, we all know how I feel about Bita Kushari and it was just really good to see him in a film that is not racist propaganda. Oh, thank you. So, I, I liked it for that, number one, and I really liked the growth of the, the dynamic of the two of them. And I just, like you said, there's a story there. I didn't really feel like the story was repetitive. Sure. No, it wasn't repetitive. Derivative. Oh, uh-huh. I, um, I mean, yes, there are a lot of these you know, sucker or like, what was it called? Pengiring, whatever, follower, jin things. But the interesting part of this story is the fact that it transcended the original owners. You know, Which is what sucker is, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it transcended the original owners, but one Fleur knew that there was a sucker and the other Fleur did not. So... Uh, and you see the way that they handle it also was kind of different and I guess the choice it leads into how the kind of choices that they make was also kind of different like uh, Laila clearly was a little bit more religious I don't know if it was because of her sucker or she was trying to keep the sucker away she but was you know, an she orphan like, ah, so she's you know, people who are orphans usually or is it <laughs> no no I mean I don't know can't people orphans. who are suppressed oppressed they tend to be more ah, uh, pious. pious and religious yeah, yeah. but I felt like it was interesting that her character could acknowledge that there was a sucker, uh, you know, and kind of knew how to deal with it, um, despite the fact that it's like shirik or whatever, but it actually kind of in a way brought her closer to God, if that was the reason lah. But it was just interesting to, to see that, mm. that sort of, you know, how that played out for her character. And then, you know, the blissfully unaware Zahe, it's kind of just like whatever lah 
He's doing his own thing. So I like that. I kind of like how that sort of played out and the how it sort of played out, you know, in that in that parallel, um, and how it sort of made Zahi sort of more vulnerable when you know in his time of grief. And that's the last thing I like about the film. I like how the film talks about dealing with grief and loss. Um, yeah, that's true. The dealing with grief thing yeah. is. Uh, it's different people have different uh, ways of dealing with it or even not not being able to deal with it right mm. yeah so this one kind of this, this story did show that lah yeah yeah um i'm not sure if uh, lila spoiler alert by the way if lila dies because the sucker is gone because and it also like took a baby with with it right so uh, was the baby actually the manifestation of the sucker obviously residual talbis iblis vibes coming but like was the baby also part of this whole sucker arrangement or you know when you take away the sucker the other life form has to go so or what i'm not really sure of the mechanics of this lah okay but um she seemed to understand that she was going to die and we're not even sure how she died but she knew that she was going to die and she was dealing with the loss of a child and her impending death quite well you know it was very gracious and again in parallel and contrast to Zahe he was not handling loss or grief well at all uh, was this meant to be tied to the fact that one flow was quite religious and one flow was not I don't think so I think it was really just showing the different human ways of dealing with loss and grief and I kind of really appreciated how sophisticated that idea was and how it was executed in a horror film. Yeah, so that's that's why I, I like the film. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, we can make a comparison of like, the characters were great because Namila Huda's uh, character and Bito Kushari, they've got great chemistry even before this and uh, what, uh, how, how their character is different now than the things that they've been playing before and all that. Mm. But that's the same reason why I don't like the film because Moose should have done a better job. <laughs> because if we're not comparing Moose's performance but we are comparing the actor's performance to their previous shows, you know, previous movies and all that, then I think we can hold mm. Moose accountable for that as well. But and uh, you, you know what I mean? And look, if... A story should be good no matter how big the crew <laughs> is shooting it or whatever. Uh, now, again, I'm not saying that the, the, the film is not good. Mm. It is. But I'm holding it to a higher standard after previous films by Moose. Mm. You know? Just like how I would hold a higher standard for films that are produced by uh, Errol Morris because all these films have been good and if he does one that sucks, I'm going to say, oh my God, even if it doesn't really suck <laughs> that much. You know? Uh, yeah, so it's just that. You know? Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. So, would you tell people who have Astro, I guess, or access to it to watch this film? Uh, if you've got nothing to do, yeah, you can watch it. It's a very entertaining film. Uh, if you like to see how scary the ghost looks like, <laughs> yeah, I can watch, can watch. I would say can watch. Hmm. Uh, I was just expecting it would be better lah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I would say go watch it. Mm. Um, I pay money to to see it. Um, it's not a horrible film. It's not. It's and not a horrible film. I have to make that clear, very yeah, clear. It's not right? A I just film. hold, I hold Moose actually, and Deborah and all that yeah, on the higher, it's higher. Quite, what, it's quite a sophisticated um, film for a horror film. 
Um, I think it was also a little bit playful in the way that it was, you know, going on about Asam Pedas, which we're going to have tonight, thanks to this film. Uh, so, I would say, yeah, watch it. Watch it. Okay. So, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. If you've seen it, like this video, don't like this video, subscribe to our social media platforms at FatBidin. Get FatBidin. Oh, get everything on FatBidin.com. FatBidin.com to get everything. Uh, you've been watching and listening to the FatBidin Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I am Shell Iwustalan. Watch this. I can move my pectorals. Like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's nothing to do with anything. See, see? Bye lah. <laughs> but I can't do the left, right, left, right. Go, like Terry Crews, Terry Crews, you know, they do the left, right, left, right. I cannot. Okay. I'm gonna go eat some pedas now. Not yet. Okay, bye. <laughs>